on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. All right, I gotta confess to you here this morning. This is show number what? The 1,963. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? 1,963 shows. It's, it staggers me every time I come down there. Um, but I have to be have to be honest with you. Try like I can. I've tried all morning to be depressed, and I can't. I've tried all morning to focus on bad news, and I just can't. Sorry. I've tried all morning. To see the worst side of everything, and I'm, I just, I can't. So I want to apologize to you this morning that I come to you full of optimism. Joy of the Lord is my strength. I see that, that, that the sun's coming up, the sun isn't going down. I see that everywhere I look, we're graining, gaining ground, pushing back against forces, uh, exposing the dark, everywhere I look. And I, I, got, I woke up early this morning, just after four, and I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out and I'm going to get on the internet and I'm going to find as much negative stuff as I can so I can start the show today just feeling really, really bad. And it didn't work. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm joyful this morning. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm not, people say, how you doing, coach? I said, well, I'm either up or getting up. <laughs> how about you? How are you doing this morning? What can you tell me something? What good does negativity do? What good does it do? What good do negative thoughts do? So I'm out there in the middle of a football game, and the other team is running off tackle, and we can't stop it. And uh, Mark Collier, my assistant coach up in the stand, up in the press box, got his headphones on. I said, Mark, what's going on? He says, Coach is just running off, they're running off tackles. I said, Damn it, I know that. <laughs> what are we going to do about it? Let's do something. Our job is to stop them from running off tackles. So it's good because we're seeing right now that the enemy is, we're seeing all he's doing. We see it all. We see everything that's going on. There really isn't, should I sing, Betty? Should I sing? Lies, deception, and fear. Oh, my. Lies, deception, and fear. Oh, my. Lies, oh my. deception, and fear. Oh, my. Well, I'm going to add one. Lies, deception, and fear lead to discouragement. Oh, my. Lies, deception, and fear lead to discouragement. Oh, my. Lies, deception, and fear lead to discouragement. Oh, my. And I listen, I ain't going to live there. <laughs> I, I, I refuse to live in discouragement. I, I'm not going to do it. Now, you guys want to do that all you can? Uh, brag on how powerful the devil is and brag on all the things that the devil's doing to your finances. And brag on all the things the devil's doing to your family. Yeah, you want to brag on the devil then? Go at it. Go have fun. But if you came here to be doom and gloom, you're in the wrong place. Now, I talk about doom and gloom because I'm a realist. Like I said to Mark Collier, what are they doing? They're running off tackle. No 
kidding. <laughs> I see that. You don't have to continue to tell me they're running off tackle. I see that. What are we going to do about it? Because we're out here playing this football game in front of 7,000 people, and everybody that stands knows they're running off tackle. And you know what they're asking? What's coach going to do about it? <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness, folks. The devil is on offense. And I ask this everywhere I go. Well, that's, that's a lie. That's a, no, it's not a lie. That's an exaggeration. I ask this question a lot. Can anybody tell me one thing that the American church is doing to push back against the darkness? Can somebody tell me one thing? Other than teaching you from an individual standpoint, uh, how to pray and be more joyful in your life and not be discouraged and um, how to have better find all this stuff around you. Is anybody out there interested in stopping the devil? Anybody interested in stopping him? Or are you just going to continue to react to him? Punch you in the face and you cover your face. And, or, or he punches you in the face so much that you go out and build a wall so he can't punch you in the face. And then he comes around and he sneaks in the side window and jacks, well, I'm going to build a wall. And you, at, at the end of the day, you end up in an enclosure. You're, you're boxed in. You're an enclosure. And you're no good to anybody. Hiding in your prayer closet. Good Lord, good Lord, help us, help us. I had a great night last night. I got a chance to speak to the Fairfield County conservatives. Now, first of all, second of all, I hate that term. I ain't conserving nothing. I'm all in, uh, balls to the wall, not backing down. I ain't doing no conserving here, right? So until, see, words mean things. Until we change or begin to understand the meaning of words. Uh, By the way, who told us we were conservatives? Who came up? Hey, Spencer, what Webster say about conservative? Conservative. Who, who, who gave us that? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking right here, right? The French. Preservative. Conservative is a preservative. Having power to preserve in a safe or entire state or from loss, waste, or injury. Folks. I ain't no conservative, man. I'm a Christian on a mission launching a a war. We're not conservatives. Because why? Didn't your mom ever tell you? Didn't your wife ever say to you? Didn't somebody, coach, you better conserve some of that. You better save some of that back, coach. Conserve it. No, no, no. Sorry, I hate to use the term, but it's a good term. Balls of the wall, man. I ain't conserving nothing. I'm going to empty the tank. That's what I'm going to do, all right? I'm going to empty the tank. Wouldn't it be awful? Wouldn't it be just awful to die with $5,000 in your pocket? Wouldn't that be? They stick you in the ground. They don't don't even know it. You got $5,000 in your pocket, and you get killed in the wreck, and boom. They stick you in the ground, you get that $5,000 in your pocket. That's conservatism, in my opinion. Sorry, sorry. And I'm not trying to, I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about trying to get into your pocket. I'm talking about the way you live your life. Folks, we have got to stop conserving things. That's our whole mentality. I'm a conservative. So I went to the Fairfield County Conservatives last night, and I found out the most amazing thing. The Christians. (laughs) They were conservatives, most of them. The Christians, 
And you know what else is amazing? They're Christians who are part of the conservative Republican Party who are waging war against those phony conservatives. Somebody say amen. I, 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 amen. I walked out of there so encouraged last night. They gave me about, I don't know, I probably spoke longer than I'm supposed to. But they, they, they're amen to men. That, that, look, there's so much good stuff going on. And look, I only want to know what the devil's doing so I know how to oppose him. That's all I want to. I'm, I'm not interested in how much ground he's gaining. I'm, I'm not interested in that. We got it. We have to have a, we have a, gee, oh my goodness. Everywhere you put your foot, God has given it to you as an inheritance. And you believe that? And all this staking that we go out and do. For those of you who are watching uh, on the uh, Patriot Party Network, uh, we, we, we do what we call staking. And I'll try to give you a real quick overview. Bear with me, you old timer, so you know what's going on. Uh, we got this from Steve Hempel. Steve Hempel. Um, I can't, somebody remember, give me his website. I can't remember his website off the top of my head. Anyway. Activefaith.org. Active, say it again. Active. Active. Active-faith.org. Pull that up, Spencer. Active-faith.com. And we got this idea from Steve, so we'll give him credit to him. Excuse me, coach.org. .org. It's up there. Active-faith.org. Active-faith. Spiritual warfare, heaven, and the power of prayer. And what we've been doing for quite some time now, Craig Mickle and Steve Deck and some of those guys are really just, they're just masters at it. We are going to specific places, and we are actually reclaiming territory. We're pounding stakes into the ground and reclaiming. Jesus said everywhere you put your foot. So we go and we put the, Steve gives these little stakes and they got scripture on them. We go certain places and we pound those stakes in the ground and we declare that the word of God is active and living and working in that area. And friends, we're, we're seeing stuff. We staked the Georgia Guidestones. Oh, yeah, we did. Anybody know what happened to the Georgia Guidestones after we staked them? Them balls came tumbling down. You say, well, Coach, you can't make claim for that. No, I, I can't. The Lord did it. No, we claimed it, right? Oh, we staked a lot of places, man. Why? Because it's active faith. It's active. It's putting feet to what you say you believe. It's not conserving anything. We're not going to go conserve the, uh, the national monument. No, 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 no. We're taking ground. In fact, we are raising up men and women in the kingdom of God who someday will deserve their own statue. That's why I, that's why I live. That's, that's the way I see it, right? Who's, who's, who's George Washington today? Hey, George Washington's dead. Who's, ter- who's up? Next man up. Thomas Jefferson's dead. Next man up. Davy Crockett's dead. Next man up. Huh? Huh? Daniel Boone in the grave. Next man up. Who's the next man? As time continues to pass through, we have to step to the plate. It's our turn. Now, oh, do that. Spencer, quickly, quickly. Man, I see if you're on your toes today. Go to YouTube and pull up our turn now. Our turn now. I think it's Stephen Curtis Chapman. Huh? It's our turn now. It's our turn now. Good. I got to play this just because maybe I need maybe I need to encourage you this morning. It's our turn now. Is that it? That's Carmen. Carmen. It's our turn now. Yeah. Our turn. Our turn. 
My turn now. Okay, that's, that's good. Play it. Play it, dude. It's our turn now. It's our turn. It's my turn at the bat. It's Casey at the bat. It's my turn now. Go ahead. Well, it's my turn now. Yes, it's my my turn now. Hey, my turn to give my life away. Amen. I can't believe the things Can you find this with lyrics? Can you find this with lyrics? Come on, we gotta find one. Uh, we gotta find one. You can turn on the closed caption. Turn on the closed well, caption. My... Here we go. Well, we got it's it. my It's worth the wait. Well, it is it. I can't believe. Okay, go ahead and play it then. I should. My fault. Well, the Holy Spirit just gave it. Away. I couldn't give my life away. I close the book and I shake my head. Sometimes I can't believe the things I've read. I don't deserve what he did for me. I don't deserve what he did to me. He gave his love and his life away. Now he's asking me to do the same. So I'm going to give him all I am. And all I ever hope to be. Because it's my turn now. Yeah, baby. It's my turn now. My turn to. Sing it, coach. And now, and now he's called the again. I'd have to find it in the scripture. I'm, I'm in a, I'm on a, I'm in a thing right now, okay? Jesus said, uh, they don't take my life. He said, I give my life. I lay down my life, right? Uh, he could at any time when the heat got on him, 
when they came to arrest him, he could have easily walked in before Pilate and said, listen, you got it all wrong. I'm not the king of kings. They're the ones that are saying about me. I ain't the one saying it. No, 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 no. And he made a conscious decision in the face of certain death to not deny his call. It's my turn now. My turn. My turn to give my life away. We cower in fear and we, we uh, I'm sorry. It's, hey, so coach, coach, this is good. I know it's good. I know. Let me get, let me get back here a minute. Because I was someplace else. Fairfield County conservatives, God bless you. God bless you. Amen. 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 Okay, let's I want to show you a little bit. We went. Uh, some of you guys want to get in here already. Gonna mess up my rhythm here. Keep going. Sorry, I'm just kidding. No, Chad says keep going. Okay, I'll keep going. I'll keep going here. I'm gonna show you a little bit because um uh, uh God bless Tom Renz. Pull that pull up my Facebook page if you could spend some. God bless Tom Renz. You guys know Attorney Tom Renz. And uh, so we, we look, stay right there, man. Here, hey, Ohio. Ohio, you want to know why we lost issue one? Right there it is. State issue one in Franklin County. What's in Franklin County? All that inner city cheating. Do you really believe that the inner city people in, in Columbus, Ohio, cared enough about issue one down there in those low-income areas that they, they went to the polls? You, yeah, go. You, you believe that? Is that what you really believe? Right? 75% yeah, a no in the inner city. There it is. Special election, right? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. When, when we, don't, we don't have fair elections anymore. Uh, go on down, Spencer. Please scroll on down there a second. Because I want to, there, that's, uh, they suspended Dr. Sherry yesterday. And I don't know if we can speed this up to time. I want, I want you to hear from Tom, out of the mouth of Tom Renz. By the way, thank you for all of you that showed up. We didn't have a, we didn't have a house full, but we had we had enough people to make a difference. And thank you to all of you who sent emails and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter because it's a rigged court. It's a rigged court. It's a rigged court. And uh, we're going to come to the defense of Sherry Tenpenny. We're getting ready to launch an initiative, a GoFundMe type thing, to pay Tom. God bless Tom Renz. Tom Renz got two hours sleep. Before the before the before the hearing, so uh, let me play just a little bit of this so you get a feel for the about the rigged courts. Uh, I, let me let me back this up. What they did to Dr. Sherry Tinpenny yesterday was a violation of her God-given uh, civil rights. Tom Renz pointed it out in court, and they didn't care. They actually well, you'll hear from Tom, but listen to this: four of the people sitting on that board are attorneys. Hey, Roger. Four of them sitting on the attorneys are sitting on the board of attorneys, and they chose not to vote. They abstained in the vote because they knew they were smart enough to know that they had just violated Sherry Tinpenny's due process rights. Go ahead and play this. Read. So hot off the presser. What happened in the record? Said the due process rights are inconvenient, so they, uh, they felt that they didn't need to follow them. So, they didn't say that. No, they, they really did. Uh, they, they actually said that this would slow down their investigations if they had to go to court. Uh, they said that it would slow down their investigations. Due process. Hold on, Spencer. They said in the courtroom yesterday that to give Dr. Sherry Tenpenny her due process rights would slow down the process. So, therefore, they weren't going to do that. They actually said that in court. Go ahead. 
Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. They had 300 complaints. This board had 300 complaints, which, by the way, they didn't show to share who they were from. So she would have an opportunity to face her accusers. Hey, 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 hey. You suppose that any of those complaints were solicited? Hmm? Anybody suppose any of those complaints were solicited against Dr. Sherry? Go ahead. No need to no need to follow the due process of law. Uh, the board is above that, apparently, at least in their own minds. So we intend to challenge this. I look forward to uh, asking the courts whether or not they believe that an administrative agency in Ohio can deprive someone with a constitutional property right without due process of law because it's inconvenient. Amen. Dr. Sherry. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Thank you, Keith, for all your prayers so far. We need to continue the prayers until we follow yeah. this through all the way to the Amen. Amen. We're not giving up on this. Yes. Hey, folks, listen, you better hear me. You better hear me. This will have international impact. This right here will have international impact. This is H-U-G-E. Huh? Yeah. They suspended her license without an investigation, without her right to be able to face her accusers. They suspended her right to be able to earn a living without any due process. Right, none, none, none. So uh, we're happy to announce today there's a new millionaire looking at you right now. Dr. Sherry Timpenny will be a millionaire. But uh, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable. Judah, maybe Judah, maybe you would come in and say say that because Judah just posted. See, it was it was streamed live on YouTube, right? And Judah, if I have this right, it was immediately pulled down. Is that right, Judah? Yeah, they got caught, and immediately Tom even recognized. It. He said uh, they realized their own mistake, and as they walked out of the courtroom, you know, Tom and <clears throat> Dr. Tempany, they have the upper hand, and they broke the law. Yeah. They broke the law. They broke the law. They broke the law. And Tom Renz told me, well, I got to be careful what I say. Wouldn't it be a good idea? Wouldn't it be a good idea if Tom Renz went after those lawyers who sat on that commission and knew the law and didn't speak up? Wouldn't it? That'd be, that'd be a pretty good idea, wouldn't it? Huh? That'd be a pretty good idea. See, what did I tell you yesterday or two days ago? We're going to cut off the head of Goliath with their own sword. They have so overstepped. Look, I don't I don't want fancy. I don't want to focus on that. But I want I want you all to hear this, especially those out there who've joined us really within the last week and still trying to figure out what we do here at Coach Dave Live. We we push back. We fight. We we are Christian warriors. And as I identified myself last night in front of that Republican group, I said I'm a Christian who sometimes acts as a Republican. But I ain't no Republican who's a Christian. <laughs> I'm a Christian, and sometimes I vote Republican. That, that, that's where I am, right? And what's really good is people within the Republican Party are understanding that they've been sell, sell, sold a bill of goods. Oh, I got so much I want to share with you. Um, mm, mm. No, I'm looking at what I want to go to next. Uh, pull up uh, number two. I got this from Craig Mickle this morning. I want to share this. I'm going to shut up. I got, look, I got so much stuff again today. I, I know I say that every day. I know I do. We are so winning. We're so, you know, you know what's going on? Uh, they don't show us the scoreboard. 
You turn on the news, the media, they flash a scoreboard, but it's not the real score. They just they just show how many points they scored. They never show how many points we scored. Craig Mickle sent this to me this morning. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto thee do we give thanks. For that thy name is near the wondrous works. For that thy name is near thy wondrous works declare. When I shall receive the congregation, I will judge uprightly. The earth and all the inhabitants thereof are dissolved. I bear up the pillars of it. Selah. I said unto the fools, do not deal not foolishly. And I said to the wicked, don't you dare blow that horn. You better be careful what you're doing. Lift not up your horn on high, baby. <laughs> Speak not with a stiff neck, you arrogant SOB. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he putteth down one, and he raises up another. For in the hand of the Lord there's a cup. And the wine is red. It is full of mixture. And he poureth out of the same. But the dregs thereof, the leftovers thereof, all the wicked of the earth shall wring them out and drink them. Boys and girls, the Luciferians lose. Hey, hey, you looking at me? They lose right here, right now, in this present world in front of us. Huh? They, they don't lose after the rapture. No, 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 no. We're all going to see it. We're all going to see the, the magnificent hand of truth move. Boom. God is not going to allow us to be, oh, well. Amen. We, we stood for nothing. We, no, 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 no. No, I'm sorry. That's your theology. For in the hand of the Lord is a cup and it's wine. I said that. What? But I will declare forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns. Are you, are you listening? All the horns of the wicked also will I cut off. But the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. I don't know if you know this or not. Horn of the righteous right here. Right here is a horn of the righteous. Every one of you out there, you're a horn of the righteous. And the horns of the righteous are going to be exalted. And it doesn't happen overnight. But I don't know how many times I can tell you. As hard as I try to get discouraged, I just can't. Because I see the sunrise. It's coming up. It's cloudy. But it's coming up, baby. So I did a little research today. Said, Lord, what are the laws of nature? What are the laws of nature? Because the Declaration of Independence, we know that the founders said that the laws of nature and of nature is God. What are the laws of nature? What are the laws of nature are immutable, unchangeable. There's a law of maybe you guys could rattle some of them off. There's a law of sowing and reaping. It's a law. You, it, you will plant whatever 
you, you will reap whatever you plant. If you plant corn, you don't get tomatoes. Are you with me? There's a law of giving and receiving. Fred Mosley does a great, great job on this, right? It's a law. It's a law. Cast your bread upon the water, and it'll return to you in not many days hence. That's, that's a natural law. By the way, unbreakable. Unbreakable. But some of you won't cast your bread on the water. You went an NC. I sound, I sound like a name at claimant. That's what I'm trying to say. If you don't give, how do you expect to get? Folks, this is a law. Amen. And receiving, sowing and reaping, planting, harvest. They're immutable laws. Now, one of the things that's under attack in America is these immutable laws. He made them male and female. The law of reproduction, it's immutable. Y'all with me? Can anybody tell me another immutable law of nature right now? Another immutable law of nature. No matter how they try to thread it, huh? Anybody got one? Top of your head? Hmm? Okay. Honor your mother and father. Honor your mother and father because they want to take that away. Would that be one? Well, that's a that's a that's a that that is, but that's not a natural law. That's a see. The Bible tells us to love, to honor our mother and father, not to love them, to honor them. And I, I, I don't know about you. Do you guys see in the natural world the mess that we have because children don't honor their father and mother? Do you get anybody see that? See that? Because why? It's a law. The law of sowing and reaping, right? The law, I, I could go on and on and on with these natural laws. And what we're seeing happen right now is the wicked are trying to overturn natural laws. They want to say that, <laughs> they want to say a woman's not a woman, right? So this is all part of this big lie that's going on out there. But I, I pulled up some things. Pull up for me, Spencer, 12 universal laws. And I don't think this is, I don't, this isn't biblical. It's number uh, three, isn't it? It's number three. I don't think these are biblical laws. Scroll on down there till they start numbering. This guy wrote this, said there's 12 universal laws. There's one, the law of oneness. Pure energy comes from a single source. Think about this. You're in a dark room and you light a match. Now something made that match light. But when that light lit, it gave light into all the world, right? All law comes from a sense of oneness. Go to the next one, number two. Number two. The law of vibration. If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. God spoke, and this happened. It's a law of vibration. Next one. You can put it in the chat. The law of action. Nothing is ever accomplished without action. When your goals are aligned with this law, your heart is resonating with the love vibration. You find things slot into place. Number four, the law of correspondence. What's the law of correspondence? Universal law is often misunderstood because its likeness is the law of cause and effect. The way to distinguish this law, however, is to understand that how you feel on the inside will be reflected on the outside. 
right? Oh my goodness, stinking thinking. Next one. Law of cause and effect. For every action is an equal in action. We know that, right? The law of compensation. What? Oh yeah, there's a law. Compensation. Meaning what? That you are going to reap what you sow, baby. Huh? The law of compensation teaches us about being generous. Generosity does not have to involve giving money. Generosity is being kind and helpful and respectful of other people. And what do you get back? You give a smile, you get a smile, right? You give a pat on the back, you get a pat on the back. It's a law of compensation. It's a universal law. Number seven, the law of attraction. Why are you guys here? Because you're attracted to like-minded people, people who think this. See, it's a law. It's a law. Most people will have heard about the law of attraction, but don't really know what, how it works. In a nutshell, thoughts manifest things. So by focusing your energies on the things you want to attract in your life, contributes to the law of attraction. So if you like hot rods, you become part of a hot rod group. And who shows up? A bunch of people like hot rods. If you're a conservative and you want to do something conservative, what do you do? You start a conservative group and who shows up? The law of attraction, right? The law of attraction. Hey, there's also a law of rejection. Some people, nobody wants to be around. Go next one. Eight. <laughs> oh, I love this show. <clears throat> the law of perpetual transmutation. Things are always changing. Nothing is ever permanent. Word of God is. Word of God's unchanging. But for the most part, energy is in a constant state of flux. And one state of cannot exist without the other. Right? The yin and the yang. The give and the take. Law of perpetual. Oh, boy. These are natural laws, man. Natural. Number nine, <clears throat> the law of reality. The law of reality observes that nature can only have a quality or value when measured and compared to something else. So the law of reality tells you no matter what you do, a man's a man and a woman's a woman. Why? Because you just compare the two. <laughs> That's all you have to do. The greatness of the adversity of your situation has no measure compared against a relative situation. Everybody faces challenges. It's how you approach such challenges that determine whether you'll be victorious over them. What did I say? I'm either up or getting up. How you doing, coach? Up or getting up? <laughs> That's, I'm bouncing. I ain't staying down there. It's a law of bounce. I, I'm, I'm, I believe in that law. It's a natural law. Ten. Ten. Law of relativity. Did I say that one already? The law of polarity. What's that mean? Well, there's certain things that you're drawn to and certain things you repel from. It's a law, baby. It's a law, a natural law. And what we have going on in America today is we have no belief in true natural law. Okay, cool. Done with that. I just had to, had to get that off the chest. Twelve. Oh, the law of rhythm. Energy vibrates and moves according to its own rhythm, which subsequently establishes patterns and cycles. Everything in nature vibrates and passes through cycles. That's why the universal laws of nature remain constant, even though everything in nature is constantly changing. No matter how much it rains, no matter how hot it gets, no matter how bad the tornado is, you drop something, it falls. It falls. It's just a law, right? It's unchanging, right? And then number 11, 12, the law of gender. What? What? The law of gender recognizes that everything in nature has a positive and negative side. Or if you like male and female principles, either energy expands or contracts. It has to find a balance between the two opposing energies to thrive, right? Michelle and I, I think of Michelle. Oh, my goodness. Is there a law of gender there? Boy, are we the yin and the yang? Sometimes I say something to Michelle, and she says the opposite just because she's a yang. I, I don't know what it is, right? The yin and the yang of a marriage. It's a law of gender. 
women don't think like men and men don't think like women. That's why men like my yelling. And at first, most women don't. Why? It's a law of gender. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to open it up. I got more. Oh, my goodness, I got more. Let me pull number five up there real quick. Pull number five up there. Then I'm going to open it up. I'll get out of your way. Watch this. Naomi Wolf, I love Naomi Wolf. She used to be a she used to be a lefty. Watch, watch, watch this. Watch it, folks. You watch this woman's eyes, and you tell me how a person can so lie with a straight face. But I want you to watch what they call uh, nonverbal communication. You want to see a situation in this video where she is telling you a truth as she shakes her head no. It's that conflict that we're talking about here, right? Go ahead and play. It's not very long. So, hey, Pfizer docs that murders, Pfizer murders babies. Okay, go ahead. Watch watch Michelle Walensky. Experts so convinced, including you, um, that the COVID-19 vaccine is safe for pregnant women. So what we really know now with thousands of pregnant women is these vaccines are safe and effective. They're safe and effective in the general population. They don't change your rates of fertility. And in fact, they're safe and protective against COVID-19 among pregnant women. Um, If you're going to put on your mom hat and go back in time and say you were pregnant, would you get the vaccine right now? Absolutely. The risk of the vaccine is so much lower. Let's hear that again, Spencer. Absolutely. She's shaking her head no. See, it's that nonverbal communication inside of her that she cannot control. Absolutely. The risk of the vaccine is so much lower than the risk of the disease itself. I mean, I've had so many kids say, like, I want the vaccine. I want oh, my God, my eight-year-old grandson is like, he's trying to sign up for a trial. Exactly. Yes. exactly. The kids want it themselves. They want their lives back. Thank you so much. Indeed, get vaccinated and and um, take good care of those babies, right? Yeah. Fetal malformations, chromosomal malformations, um, babies born prematurely, babies born unable to breathe, deaths in childbirth up 40% after this um, mRNA injection. So these are absolute criminals who have taken over the, the treatment, the care of the most vulnerable population, which is pregnant women. And when you're pregnant, you trust your obstetrician, you trust your OBGYN, you do what they tell you. You are scared not to do what they tell you to do. And they've been thoroughly incentivized to lie and lie and lie to pregnant women in a way that we know from the Pfizer documents murders babies in the womb. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of hard charging uh, young prosecutors out there throughout the country, uh, either attorney generals or at state level, that mm-hmm. would find the evidence and be pretty shocked by it. It would it not. I hope so, and I hope they're listening right now. I want to mention another even more shocking piece of evidence in the Pfizer documents, which is they knew that two babies died in utero, and Pfizer's words were that they died due to, quote, transplacental exposure, end quote, to the vaccine. And Rochelle Walensky, three days later, gave a press conference from the White House stating that pregnant women should take the mRNA vaccine, that it was safe and effective at any time. There was no bad time to take it before your pregnancy, during your pregnancy, after your pregnancy. And she knew these two babies died. No safety concerns were observed for people vaccinated in the third trimester or safety concerns for their babies. 
As such, CDC recommends that pregnant people receive the COVID-19 vaccine. And also other babies had convulsions and one baby died due to uh, exposure in breast milk to um, mRNA. So they knew, yeah, okay, everyone listening who's an attorney general, I need your help. Now the Moderna documents, our team has started in on the Moderna documents and found equally shocking. I love these people so much that I think they need to be hanged and that they have the opportunity to receive Jesus before they do. That's how, that's how much I love them. But we know now that they murdered people with a smile on their face. She knew. That lady knew. Right? Did it with a smile on her face, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. All right. Now, now I got more. I'm going to talk about tomorrow, Tohu Bohu, because I don't have time to talk about it now. So what? Oh, yeah. yeah don't miss tomorrow, Tohu Bohu. Go ahead, Myra. Come on in. Yes, Coach. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the God of overflow. Um, I will be more than delighted uh, to give to Tom Rons and uh, Dr. Tenpenny. You don't uh, plant, you don't get. You don't plant, you don't get. Go ahead. Yes. And Proverbs 7, 21 to 22. He that beggeth a fool doeth to his sorrow, and the father of a fool hath no joy. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. Hallelujah. Oh, boy. The father of a fool has no joy. Am I saying amen on that one? Huh? Amen, amen, amen. Okay, come on. Nope. This is uh, 742. This is your chance. Get your hand up. Or I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on another rant. Who's in? <clears throat> Nobody. Have y'all gone to Coach, I'll, I'll pipe in. Hey, come on. A in. child. A child needs a mother and a father, one male and one female, and that is a natural law. It's a natural law. It is not good that man should be alone. It's a natural Amen. law. We can, we can believe it or not. See, that's why they had to eliminate the Bible. Right? Amen. Because if they eliminated the Bible, they eliminated the standard. And if they eliminated the standard, the book scripture says, can two walk together lest they agree? See, we can't even agree on what's right and wrong. We can, I, I saw it last night. There isn't even agreement within the Republican Party. They're all conservatives. But you know, there's some conservatives in the Republican Party who don't care about babies being killed. Do you know there's some conser- Do you know that the Republican Party did not take a position on issue one? I think that's right. Amen. Republican Party, all those all those signs that you saw put out there, I wouldn't put out there by the Republican Party. I think Angie told me last night maybe they bought a hundred Republican Party, maybe bought a hundred signs, and the thousands of signs that you saw were bought by other people, right? Folks, we got to come to the realization that it's a two-card two money. In other words, they're playing on the same team. They're ganging up against it. Because why? Because nature abhors a vacuum. So if there's no real principles in the Republican Party, then whoever pushes the principles, those are going to become the principles of the party. Right? Amen. Amen. Come on in, Clay. Finally, Clay and then Dale. Something a lot of people probably haven't thought about 
is the fact that uh, anybody that's not married yet that's had a vaccine, even small children, now they've got that to deal with in their life because if they're going to choose a spouse and they want to have children, do you want to marry somebody that's got this vaccine that could have changed their their DNA? So uh, now now we've got a situation where uh, you're going to have to be able to really trust these people that they're telling you the truth, and you're going to have to ask them, have you been vaccinated? Hey, do we you have may love them to death. Do we have any idea whether people are going to have begin having children with birth defects? Are birth defects going to, ri- going to go on the rise now, folks? Are they? Hmm? Yeah, and so what, what happens if two people fall in love, but one's been vaccinated and one hadn't, and they don't want to take a chance on having kids? Amen, amen, amen. So here's what I say. I call for the gallows. I call for the gallows. Anybody else call for the gallows? I do. See, I second in, that. In, in days before modern Christianity, there'd already be some people in stocks. They would already. The church would have hung them up to dry. I'm telling you the truth. The church would have hung them up to dry. Church would have. And Jesus Christ. I've heard would, that. And Jesus, Jesus Christ would have been standing there applauding. That, that's what I think. Why? Because he loves justice and mercy. But he doesn't like mercy. Are you looking at me? The Lord does not like mercy without justice. Folks, you you missed that boom. Amen. The Lord does not like mercy without justice. It is impossible. It's impossible for me to tell Clay that he's forgiven for something he did to Brett. I can't I can't do that. Only Brett can offer mercy to Clay. Not me. Not me. I can't I can't do it. Mercy triumphs over justice. Thank God for mercy. But mercy, justice comes first. Judgment, then mercy, not mercy and no judgment. That's what that's why we're screwed up. That's why we're that's why we're in the mess we're in. And so the death penalty is the most unbelievably equal form of justice that you could get. If you murder somebody, they they find you guilty in a court of law by your peers, guilty of murder one, death penalty. Why? Because it balances the scales. You took a life, you have to give you have to give your life. That balances the scales. But God's merciful. And how's his mercy apply? You have to give, you got to pay your with your life, but I extend mercy to you in the next life. You can receive forgive. I can I can pronounce you forgiven and still still require you to die. That's that's a tough concept for us to understand, right? Because why? If they kill my my wife, the courts can't forgive them. Courts cannot forgive my wife's murder. The courts can't do that. Only I can do that. You with me? So that's why justice is so important because it gives us the value of every human being. That's why in the old times, when somebody was stole something, does anybody know what they did to somebody who stole something? Anybody know? Cut their hands off. They cut their, they cut their hand off. And their fingers, yeah. And their finger, right? Why? Because, dude, you don't do that. 
And if you do that, there's a penalty to pay. And then when you go around the rest of your life with your hand cut off, people say, oh, I know who that guy is. Why? Because there's a price to pay for violating the law. Thank God there's mercy. If you receive Christ, there's forgiveness, there's grace, there's mercy. But mercy does not cancel punishment. It does in God's, oh, no, 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 it doesn't. Thank you, Lord. No, it doesn't. It doesn't cancel it on God's table. No, it doesn't. Jesus paid it. Jesus paid your substitutionary death. God demands, I'm glad I, I'm glad I listened to this show. Dale, come on in. Oh, brother, man, we are, man, another one of those kingdom principles. Man, you ever hear that, that cliche, you know, opposites attract, right? Yeah. Remember you, you were talking about there's a, there's a great coming around. Brother, listen, the day that Jesus hung on that cross, darkness fell on the earth. But brother, Satan, the word, <clears throat> the word in Corinthians says if Satan had known what he had done, he would have never crucified That's him. Right. Son of glory. Because Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2 says, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. See, opposites attract. There's great darkness in the land. Guess what's attracting it? Great light's coming, baby. It, it is, and brother. The, sun, walk, the sun's coming up. <laughs> those, who um. walk in, those who walk in the dark land, the light will shine on them, and you mm -hmm. will multiply as a nation. Brother, the earth is so dark right now, right? It is drawing the greatest light of all time, brother. Sorrow at night, which is a sign of darkness, but joy and jubilation because of the great light cometh in the morning. Would it, Dale, would anybody out there want to disagree with me that I believe evacuation in most cases is a sign of surrender? Would, would, you, agree with, would you agree with me? When you are evacuated from an area, you have given up charge of that land. That's no longer yours. When you are, when they come in and they evacuate you out of there, they've taken you out of the midst of the battle and taken you to safety. I think God's going to reign and rule in the midst of it. I think we're going to see him as a conquering king. We're going to see it with our own eyes. I don't think I'm being evacuated. Boom. Not, not at least until that, till I, get, till I get to see that happen. That's what I think. Mark. Good Boom. From hey, Coach, I'd like to go back to what Craig talked about. Right. Or Clay, rather. Clay talked about once these people are vaccinated, you're going to have trouble finding somebody to make a proper baby. Yep. That is Genesis. That is what happened to times before Noah. Mm. Now, Noah was wow. not. Noah did not want to evacuate, coach. He argued with God Almighty and said he could save them. That's what yep. Noah did. Amen. The joy is God won. God won. Amen. One family was saved, and here we are. But the times before Amen. Noah was about genetic modification. Who knew had Nephilim blood? Clay, nobody's going to be able to trust anybody. Amen. The real, Amen. the real deal here is, is once a certain number of people got jabbed, the entire population's genetics are jabbed. You remember your lesson on Jews? Yep. We all got Jewish blood. All of us are part of one of the tribes. If we have Jewish blood, according to some, it's because of the generations. It's too many generations for us not. So if Satan corrupted God's seed, coach, the battles between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman. Pretty clear. Now, that happened at times before Noah. No one was redeemable. 
except for the people who weren't corrupted. Now, if the times before Noah is going to happen again, as in the times before Noah, so shall be, we got an entire vaccinated population that even if they don't do any more COVID scares, who do you marry? Clay, that was a big boom. And this is an example of of what we got to do. We got to be like Noah and help people until he comes, until God closes. Noah couldn't close the door. It was all in God's hands. We got to be that submissive. Amen. Amen. So I just wanted to pitch that out, Coach. Amen. Amen. Uh, Amen. Hey, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think we're going to win. I'm sorry. Amen. Would you guys please accept my apology? I think we're going to win. We're going to win. Look, I've, I've been trying. I've been type drinking. I've been taking pills and doing everything, and I just can't overcome it. I think we're going to win. Yes, I, I and amen. I think we're winning now. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. I'm yeah. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because the rapture isn't coming. Because I think we're going to win. I'm I'm the one holding it all back. It's me, George. Let me tell you how they're taking me out of the midst of the battle. They jab me up. I'm going blind in my left eye right now. It's settling in my joints. Hey, George, don't say that. You're not going blind. Uh, well, let me just tell you, Coach. I had almost a thousand laser beams in my eye two days ago. I can't see out of my left eye. So yeah. I'm not going blind, but I'm telling you what I no, can't No, you're see. in the process of being healed, brother. You're in the process of being healed. Amen. Amen. Yeah, see, you got you got stinking thinking. Amen. I rebuke that, George. I rebuke that. Come on, baby. Huh? You got that stinking thinking going, George. Come on. You're you're pre-healed right now, dude. (laughs) There's there's a miracle coming for you, dude. But not if you keep talking about your healing's the children's bread, George. That's right. You can you can agree with the devil you if you want to. I ain't gonna do it, George. Go ahead. You can finish. I didn't mean I yes, I did mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I'm sorry, George. I didn't. Who's next? Just me. Huh? I, I'm just me, Tracy. Hey, we are so winning. Yes, I feel are. it, Coach. I'm so motivated. For the last three years, I've been doing my honking waves and my uh, street walking. I know that sounds kind of a little iffy there, but <laughs> I've been focusing on the wrong crowd. I've been focusing on the conservatives and the Republicans. This time, I'm going after the Christians. Yeah. You can me you cannot tell me that there are not democrats out there who don't want this crap they're just afraid and i'm calling on the christians and i started yesterday the day after the election and somebody tells me they're a christian and i'm going to ask him what the heck are you going to do because this is coming we need to fight against this we need to stand up and that's my focus i'm going to call out i'm going to stand in front of churches i'm I'm calling these Christians out because uh, 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 I don't know I'm what to say. I'm, I'm just I, so I'm, frustrated. I'm calling, I'm calling the phony pastors out. That's what I'm after. Huh? I'm Amen. After Amen. Amen. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I say, Coach, uh, you shouldn't touch God's anointed. I'm, I'm not. I'm anointed to touch them. That's that's what it is. <laughs> I'm the anointed one. Sorry. No. You guys they got need to be standing the out there one. with Betty and I. Amen. God bless Betty. She drove all the way over here yesterday and rode over to Columbus with us. Betty said she hadn't been downtown Columbus. Couldn't believe how big it was. So that we, we took the old country girl into the city yesterday. How about that one? Mary Beth, come on in. Then Betty. 
hey, coach, the reason you're so happy in the morning is because the Lord brings that joy, like Dale said. The joy of the Lord's my strength, huh? You, you want to be right. doom and gloom? Go ahead. We're winning, <laughs> man. We're up. We're getting up. God's getting ready to do something unbelievable. Yep. And then the other thing is, um, you know, after they try and convict the people that hurt the children, the traffickers and all that, you know, after they castrate them, then they put them to death, right? That's right. That's right. We have, we have to see it. We have to see it. Hey, by the way, friends, no such thing as blind faith. No such thing. <laughs> faith sees, man. Faith sees. Faith sees clearly. And ain't blind faith. Betty. Uh, yes, thanks for the ride. You can yes. keep the cities. They can keep those cities. <laughs> but anyway, um, I went to the church with that boat, with the issue one thing in front of my church, and I had a mini thumbs up. Well, you gave me that poster. Tracy, you can come on over some Sunday. Uh, and we need to start fighting against what they're going to put on the ballots in November instead of a week before. We need to make people aware yeah, of what is going go on. And, and, and our church people, they all they do is sleep to the sermon, listen to the music, and go home. They have no clue what's going on in this world. That's right. Every problem we see in America today, every problem we see in America today could be corrected by the church. Anybody think I'm wrong? Dave Allison, come on. Every problem could be corrected by the church. Instead... We can't wait for the evacuation. <laughs> we got to get out of here. We're, the devil's too strong. We're losing. Go ahead, Dave. This is for George. The, uh, the world saw just a blind man. They thought that his fate was long sealed. Jesus saw the blind man and see, as seen and said to the blind man, be healed. Seeing can be deceiving when you're not walking by faith believe, and then begin seeing through the eyes of his wonderful grace. Amen, Dave. See, here's the Thank problem. Thank you, Dave. Folks, George, all of, not just George, folks, we are programmed. Amen. A natural man is programmed to the negative. That's, that's the default position of the natural man. It's only going to get worse. That's our default position. Yep. That's why Jesus said, take captive every thought. Jesus said, look, dude, I don't think that way. That's what Jesus said. You, you think that's going to happen? That ain't my mind. We're supposed to have the mind of Christ. We're supposed to have the mind of Christ. Do you, do you, think, uh, do you think things are only going to get worse and worse and worse? Well, I, I don't think so. It's an ever-expanding kingdom, right? This kingdom's coming, right? I got the mind of Christ. Because the battleground is in the mind, because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you can say you got a Christian and you're full of faith and, oh, God's going to do great stuff and then say, uh, well, I'm going blind. What? What? Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I got some bad news for you. We're winning. See you tomorrow.